I'm Tim Garland, and this is the Trail Connection Podcast. Exploring, learning, and connecting through love for the outdoors. Talking everything from hiking, camping, to just plain living. This is the Trail Connection Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Trail Connection Podcast. This week I'm featuring Danny Laurel of the Texas Trailhead. Danny comes out of around Austin, Texas and focuses a lot on hiking and camping in the area and visiting local state parks. And his website and Instagram pages are loaded with information about Texas hiking. Um, Danny's been a longtime follower of my show and I'm really appreciative of that. But he's been a, a big support and encouragement to me along the way for the trail connection. So I wanted to get together with him and, and connect about Texas hiking. Got a little bit of a connection there with my wife being from there. And so I thought it'd be really cool to bring him on and talk about hiking in Texas. So without further ado, here's Danny. So uh, I've been I've been following you for a while now. We uh, we got connected um, probably about a year and a half ago now on Instagram. And, um, you know, I've been following your, your blog and your podcast a little bit. And I know you've been following my stuff. And uh, I got to tell you, man, I'm really impressed with the knowledge that you have of the local set up out there. You've got a lot of uh a lot of info about local Texas parks and um recreation areas and uh really an informative I mean I guess that's kind of how you got started, right? With the uh with the blog doing just informative stuff about local state parks. I've always kind of pretended to be a writer <laughs> so to speak. Um one of my other passions is baseball cards, like sports cards, like baseball, uh, football. And so I had some time, like, so when my daughter, it's kind of this thing, right? Um, when you have your first child, you, you try to kind of change what your life was like before your child. And for me, I was home a lot more. I wasn't, you know, going out or anything anymore. And so, Someone that was born in the 80s, and a lot of us in this age group are the same way, we kind of went back to some of the hobbies that we had when we were kids. And so one of the things that I got back into was was baseball cards, because that's what I grew up collecting. I was a huge baseball card guy. And so I was home a lot more. And then you start meeting all these people online that kind of have these shared interests. You know, social media starts to take off and meeting all these other baseball card collectors and you know i kind of wanted to share stories about the hobby and my favorite teams and just different collections and stuff so i started writing about that thinking i was going to blend my love of baseball cards with just like personal storytelling i never really had like a journal per se growing up but i always really enjoyed the kind of my writing classes and and high school and college and whatnot. And then, so that's kind of where the website started. You know, I, I've, I've had a couple websites that I've dabbled in based off of passions that I have, but you know, it was not something I really wanted to do when I, when I started hiking again, or when I, when I rediscovered my passion for the outdoors, I was like, you know, the last two times I started <laughs> something uh started a hobby or whatever i decided to start a website <laughs> and mm -hmm. those those other projects i've since just not been able to keep up with because you know running a website as you know all this stuff like 
takes a lot of our time, um, especially when we're doing it for fun or for like passion projects. So, um, yeah. you know, and I had joked with a coworker at the time, I was like, don't worry, I'm not going to start a website this time. And then, you know, you just, when, when you enjoy sharing the stories and, and that's kind of been the big motivator. And I think that's why I was kind of drawn to the podcast, your podcast originally is like, you know, this isn't what I thought podcasts had to be like, we're, we're just kind of sharing a story about why we enjoy being outdoors. And I was like, you know what? I, I know I said I wasn't going to do this again, but let me share some stories and maybe some people will find um, some value in it. And, and I'm really lucky to live where I live in central Texas, even though I forgot his name, but somebody called me out uh, from listening to one of my episodes to tell me that I don't actually live in central Texas, but geography, (laughs) geography has confirmed that where I live is definitely in central Texas. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of um, kind of the quick, uh, rundown of kind of why that was starting or why I felt like I, I should start that project mostly just because, you know, I, I've had some experience with a couple of websites and I, I finally felt like, well, maybe this time this information is going to be a little bit more valuable um, to me in, in that sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, you know, I was really, I was drawn to that, early on whenever I started following your page, which is how informative everything was about the local area. And, you know, for me being a Florida resident and very ignorant to like, you know, I grew up in a, in a neighborhood that backed up some to some wetland. And so I would explore out there, but I really was missing out on what Florida had to offer as far as like outdoor activity. And um, so, you know, early on in the podcast and, and in this whole project that I'm working on, I was, kind of misinformed that, you know, that like, I need to get out of Florida to explore. And so um, when I started following your page, it kind of got me inspired to check out, you know, what what's the local area look like around me. And I had several buddies who had recommended some local state parks that wasn't necessarily like the closest one to me that I should check out. And, and after doing so, man, there's just like, there's just a vast array of hiking trails and campsites and, you know, boat ramps and all kinds of places like that that you can go and just get some outdoor enjoyment. And so it really pushed me to explore local. And so that's really why I wanted to bring you on the show was really to kind of flesh that out, you know, and really for, for some people who may be a little lost or overwhelmed with the government websites that are kind of confusing and a little overbearing, you know, like how do you go about, exploring local and finding what's in your backyard, the hidden gems in your backyard. So, um, I mean, I know that's kind of a loaded question, so we can kind of like work into that, but, um, you know, I, that's kind of like the the point and then the topic that I wanted to cover today was just exploring local and, and kind of getting used to the, or, or getting, uh, aware of what's in your backyard. So. Yeah. So I think for me, it's kind of starting with why, I wanted to go out in the first place. I think a lot of people, especially right now with everything that's been going on in the last year, you, you're seeing this resurgence of people wanting to spend time in the outdoors. So, you know, I grew up as a lot of people, um, as a lot of young people in the 80s and 90s, like I was in the Scouts. So I was in the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. And you kind of are introduced to the 
outdoors in, in a in a fun and a unique way. But you know, as life goes on, your interests change and and just life changes. So you're in school and you're kind of removed from that a little bit. So that's kind of the the basis for that. And then as I got older, um, you know, the reason why I was spending more time out originally was I needed to find a way to kind of burn some of the mental energy that I was piling on myself. Um, One of the big keystones for the Texas Trailhead and kind of how it started was, you know, mental health is a, a big part of why I started going outdoors and to find places for me that I could spend time outside. So, you know, to answer your question, the first thing I did was reach out to a friend of mine um, who I knew spent some time outdoors. And she, my friend Brooke, shout out to Brooke. Uh, she was a big kind of proponent of the local parks. And I think we forget how much, even though there's a, a fun TV show about parks and rec, but I think we forget sometimes how much work the parks and rec departments do in your local areas. They, It's not just about like playgrounds and community swimming pools. Like they are responsible for a lot of the trails in the area. And for me, you know, the city of Austin has an amazing park system and, you know, Houston has a great park system and Dallas has a great park system, San Antonio. And so all these cities really have really good outdoor spaces for people to spend time in that a lot of people don't necessarily think of one because they just don't think it's hiking because you're in the city, which is not true at all. You can definitely get a good hike in, in the city. And two, you know, yeah. you just kind of take it for granted because it's in the city and you're like, well, if I'm going to go hike, I have to go to a state park. And um, a lot of the places that I was spending time at at the very beginning of for me just to kind of work on my physical health and my mental health were the local places. And that's kind of what started the original outdoor thing. Um, the Texas park thing just kind of came from uh, one of the state parks that I went with, with my daughter enchanted rock state natural area. And so that kind of created um, a whole other uh, foray into the outdoor spaces. Cause then you're, then you're introduced to the, the state parks and you're like, okay, well, I've got about 90. Let's, let's make this fun and try to go to as many as possible because the state parks have their own um, importance of, of history in the state. And a lot of them represent some amazing, um, like I said, historical places, but also just, uh, amazing parts of Texas that you may not see otherwise, especially some of the like grander landscapes that you, you couldn't really get in a in an urban setting in a city park. So um, yeah. I, I think those are two parts of that. You know, reaching out to your local parks and rec. Just uh, honestly, just Google city, whatever city you're in, and then parks and rec, and you'll get a whole list of information um because that's 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 literally what these organizations are for and budgeted for and one of the posts i did um last uh, right before november was kind of a a quick version of the mid um uh the mid-election year ballots and initiatives like there's a lot of cities that have 
this money that's allocated in their budget for parks. And sometimes if you know they don't if, if they don't have a lot of input, they're they're going to be open to suggestions or different types of parks and stuff. So I, I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. It's just you know your parks and rec department is going to be a great resource in in any state really. I mean they should all be fundamentally operating the same way yeah no that's really cool and i think that's a neat uh, neat aspect of the texas stuff too is because there's a lot of history out there you know a lot of history and in, in all those things and I, I know you try to incorporate that in some of the episodes that you do and you do kind of like the bio of the park you know that you go and visit i think i think that's really neat um you know living in florida I know there's that history too. It really depends on, you know, where you're at. Um, we've got a lot of forts around the coastal areas. Um, you know, those have a lot of hat, a lot of history that you can, uh, you can learn, you know, going and checking that stuff out. Not so much, uh, like long hiking treks or anything like that, but just like little loop trails and things like that. But, um, anyway, I, I just think it's really neat that, that you're able to kind of diagnose what you got in the area and kind of prioritize, you know, where you're going to visit. And I mean, it seems like every single day you're, you're posting something from another park that I know is not like right around your corner. So I don't know where you get the time to do, (laughs) to do all your traveling. But, um, one question I did want to ask you is what, what is the closest park to you? And like, how long, how far away is that? What's the, where's the closest trail from you? So, I say Austin because most people know where Austin is, but I actually live in a small town just south of Austin. Uh, so I'm along the IH35 corridor. It's pretty much the artery of Texas that runs uh, north and south through the state. So you can go on 35 from Laredo, Texas, which is the city that has its little sister town on the border of Texas and Mexico. And that highway will take you all the way to Minnesota. So it's a pretty, pretty well-traveled road. So just south of me along the highway is a city called San Marcos that has a pretty popular um, university if you're from Texas. And that city has an amazing park system that I never took advantage of when I was actually going to school there and found out about it much, much later when some coworkers. So my closest park is, is going to be called Purgatory Creek. It's a huge, it's also like a watershed um, place. So when it rains, it, it, it can get kind of yucky, but the, the landscapes that you see here in the hill country, you get a lot of, really cool oak trees and mesquite trees and a lot of rocks, um, limestone, et cetera, et cetera. So all of the parks around here are very similar within the central region before you go out to the East Texas Pines or something like the West Texas Mountains. So you kind of know what you're going to expect. And some of the more popular parks are popular because they have features that are a little bit different than what you would normally find in the area. So Purgatory Creek is my closest kind of main hiking park that I really enjoy. My closest state park is in Austin. And it's so weird because the state park is right next to a airport. <laughs> so hmm. you, you, you get a little bit of the growth of Austin and um, you know, it is what it is. People are grumpy that Austin is growing as fast as it is, but we should just be 
also happy too that we do have this uh, park that we can enjoy because it's really pretty. Um, camping there is kind of tough if you're a light sleeper because you do hear a lot of traffic and stuff, but that would be my... Yeah. Okay. About how many miles is that from you? So, I'm trying to make a point. That's why I'm, that's why I'm uh, asking yeah, specific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my local park is probably seven miles away and the state park okay probably like 20 minutes from me okay yeah so my point being is uh the closest state park to me is seven miles as well and the closest hiking trail is a mile and a half so when yeah so whenever we're talking to people who are like well i just i don't really get into it because it's so far you gotta go so far away that's a load of BS. If you if you really look, you know, there's stuff literally right around the corner. And, um, you know, like I said earlier in the series about, uh, on, I think it was on the Hidden Gems episode, is uh, a lot of these, if you just pull up a Google map and look at your area within miles, you can find just green patches all over the place that are either some kind of state park or, you know, nature reserve or something like that that's got some access to hiking trails or biking trails or, you know, a waterfront, something. And so, you know, to listeners out there who are kind of skeptical about, <laughs> you know, we're just making it sound too easy. It really is. It's, it's really hard to, to not find places that you can go hike and, and explore and get out there in the outdoors. And so I just, the reason why I'm asking is because I just really wanted to kind of emphasize that, that, you know, it, it doesn't, I mean, in a, in a grand state like Texas, that's really spread out and huge and massive and a lot of land mass. And then even in Florida, you know, there's, there's stuff right around the corner that, uh, that you can find and, and enjoy. And, and so that's, that's the point. That's why I'm trying to ask that question. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what, Tim, like last year I, I did a post when everything, when everything like shut down, shut down, all of the state parks were closed. There was no, like, uh, you just had to do this or that. Anyways. I, but I did this post. I was like, you know, for people that, cause uh, Facebook was just on fire with people complaining about why yeah. are the parks closed? It's outside this and that. And I was like, look, when was the last time you walked around your neighborhood and really saw streets that you've never walked on? My daughter and I, went walking around our neighborhood down streets that we would never drive on normally. And you see all of that in a whole different perspective. And I think that was one super important because everything was closed. I was furloughed at that point. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were just kind of cooped up in their homes and that's not good. You get really lonely and it's not good. Um, for for your old noggin um so i was encouraging people you know and and kind of the same thing and i'm glad you brought it up just you know there's the outdoors are available and exploration is there and i know um i do want to just make a quick point like i i do i don't take that opportunity for granted i know there are some situations where you know people may not feel comfortable being out and about but it, it, those places are out there. And if you just look, you know, maybe it's just a, in just kind of a different street or whatever, but um, you know, just being outside and, and walking around sometimes does wonders. And I don't think 
people do that as much. People just see people like exercising, but take a walk and go down mm-hmm. some streets you've never seen. And it's pretty neat. The trees look different and people's garages look different and you know, you can still have fun with it. And it definitely saved me just getting out in the neighborhood and, and getting some steps in. Cause otherwise last, yeah. last summer, last summer got bad. And, um, if it wasn't for that, it probably could have gotten worse. So I, I definitely encourage people. Yeah. Like you were saying, like you don't need to travel far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was one of those guys complaining, you know, and that uh, I literally have woodland behind my house. All I have to do is hike, you know, hop the fence and I'm on trails. Like I'm one of the, one of those people that really should have kept their mouth shut and uh, just, you know, gone outside. And so um, anyway, I, I I think that that's great. You know, there's, um, there's so many benefits to getting outside. I know you, you talk a lot about, you know, mental health and, and physical health and things like that, encouraging folks to, to get outside and get moving. And, um, you know, I I try to do the same thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a deep thinker. I'm one of these people that really kind of draw a lot from nature when I'm out and about and, and so I, I'm, I'm like that too. I'm trying to encourage folks to just get out and just clear your head, just get away from the noise and just, take some deep breaths, take, take a few steps out there and let the fresh air and the birds and all that stuff just help you just chill and just cleanse your palate and, and just reset. And, um, so anyway, I, I I think that you're, what you're, what you're talking about is great. You know, even if it's just your neighborhood, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a rocky mountain path or, you know, some, crazy summit that you're you're climbing to to really enjoy just just being outside and and hearing those noises and stuff so good point good point yeah uh, and so i'll just (laughs) i have this thing that really irks me about people in texas they're like where can i go get some elevation and it's it it drives me up the wall. It's like you don't need elevation to explore some of the most amazing places in texas (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, come to Florida. I got some elevation for you. (laughs) And and it's like people, I don't know, people are kind of pre setting these or just creating these expectations of what it means to be outside because they see pictures from Colorado. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Colorado is amazing. I love Colorado. I love visiting Colorado. The Rocky Mountains are just magnificent. But, that's not the only criteria for enjoying outside. And I, I think for me, yeah. uh, there's a there's kind of a smirk joke that we say, or a lot of people say when fishing, it's like when you're not catching anything that day, you're like, well, at least we got to spend time outside. And it's kind of, you know, <laughs> a, a half-assed joke when you're fishing. But honestly, when you're just trying to be like in the outdoors, you, you, you don't need um, – to go to these grand extravagant amounts. There's some, Texas has some amazing rivers and uh, just a quick sidebar. So one of the things that I think people forget is Texas's land is pretty much private. We don't have that many public lands. So the parks for us are that we don't have BLM land like you find in New Mexico and Colorado and stuff like that. So we do have to rely on the park system for a lot of that outdoor space. That being said, there are a lot of kind of major organizations that have these outdoor places 
besides the Texas parks and wildlife. You have the Lower Colorado River Authority. They have some amazing parks. You have the U.S. Corps of Engineers. They have some really fun outdoor spaces. So, you know, we're we're kind of forced to visit some of these places, but there are a lot of them, and that's kind of part of, you don't have to travel far uh, to find some of these places. So I definitely encourage people to look up some of the other park organizations. But um, yeah, just kind of getting back on track. The uh, Texas has a lot of different landscapes, and it doesn't always have to be like, where's the peak? I need to find the next peak. It's like, you know, that's fine, but yeah, no, I wanted, I actually, that's a good segue because I wanted to give you an opportunity. I saw that post recently where you're, uh, you had a, a user tell you that there's nothing in Texas is pretty, <laughs> that, uh, that it's hard to find good stuff in Texas. And so go ahead, man, let her rip. What do you got to say to him? <laughs> I mean, that account is no longer on Instagram anymore. They got the boot. So. I guess they they got what they needed to have happen, but it was funny though the the people that came to the I mean I I honestly don't I had a a, a conversation with uh, somebody else that has a a really big Instagram account that's from Texas and I and I I did reach out to him and I was like you know just kind of professional if you can just kind of give me some feedback but it's like how do you deal with the the business side of it and then the personal side of it. it's like you know we are who we are but we're also kind of representing something else too and i don't you won't see me i have i think one picture of me but you won't normally see myself in a lot of the pictures because i i want to make sure the landscape kind of takes the the reign of the focus and and that's kind of the whole point like i want to inspire that's just what the texas trailhead is all about not to say anything about anyone else that does that but you know there is still the person that's behind the photos and and i was looking for feedback on and how you balance that it's like you know obviously you can't just delete everyone that makes you unhappy because that's kind of how you create dialogue and engagement etc etc (laughs) <laughs> but I was kind of like, really, man? Like, there's nothing, yeah. nothing attractive or interesting in Texas. But so, uh, the the people that kind of came to, uh, I don't want to say my defense, but the defense of the the Lone Star State, it's just funny, you know. There's there's so many. We have we literally have pretty much every ecosystem you can find. Um, we have the East Texas Pines. We have the West Texas Mountains. You have an amazing river system. Um, you have desert. You have you know different kind of shifts of the land, creating this uh, this just different terrains. And, and then of course you have the Gulf Coast, which we share. So, um, mm-hmm. or uh, unless you're on the eastern side of Florida, I don't actually know what side of Florida you're on, but. Uh, no, you're right. I I am on the west side. I'm yeah, I'm right yeah. there in Tampa Bay, so uh, we share it. <laughs> yeah, and, and so we we have the Gulf Coast. We have the kind of the river water in our ocean. So everyone always thinks it looks gross, not as pretty as the uh, Southwest Florida Naples beaches. But you know, we still have beaches nonetheless. So uh, you yeah. know, we have we have every kind of area that you can imagine, and and I think. It's just a matter of kind of getting out there and exploring. I, I definitely didn't 
really appreciate that until honestly, like the last five years, you know, you, you kind of get preoccupied yeah. with, with life. And, and once you kind of stop and, and put some priorities, uh, or rearrange your priorities, you start to kind of notice that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm the same way, you know, kind of growing up in the same spot, same neighborhood, you know, I kind of got uh, a little complacent with the beauty around me, you know, and, you know, my wife's from out of state, you know, she grew up in Chicago and then she actually transplanted to Texas halfway through growing up. So I've got a connection to Texas. She grew up in San Antonio there for the second half of her her teenage life. So, um, uh, got a chance to get out there and visit the Alamo and San Antonio and Riverwalk and all that stuff down there. Went to Green, um, which is really cool. Um, and thank you. And so anyway, you know, correctly. <laughs> what, what? How do other people pronounce it? Like Green or Green? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people. The the city that I live in is called called Tonona Sassa, and it's hilarious trying to hear people say it and spell it. <laughs> so I understand, but uh, but anyway, you know, she her coming to Tampa and then kind of getting. Um, exposed to the area around here, uh, just seeing it from a fresh perspective kind of helped, you know, and then through my kids' eyes too, you know, I mean, this is what they know. So just seeing them growing up and appreciate, you know, palm trees and, and things like that, which is, it's cool. I I take it for granted. So, um, but yeah, to your point about the, uh, the troll, you know, I, <laughs> I don't, my account's not huge and it's not, uh, you know, it's growing, but, um, I haven't really received a ton of negative feedback and, I've struggled with that too, you know, cause I take it personally, you know, when someone does something like that, whenever they say something negative, cause you know, my, my whole vibe is positive. I'm trying to encourage people. I'm not trying to tear anybody down. And so, you know, my approach has just kind of been, you know, just ignore it. Um, don't engage with it kind of thing, which might not be appropriate, might not be the way to, to handle it. But, you know, I have found that like the only time I get negative feedback is on like anything that's mildly controversial, <laughs> you know, like I put up a, a post around 4th of July that was patriotic. And of course that got some people who are anti-patriotic at that point in time. So, you know, it is what it is, but, um, you know, my, my page is just a, a lot like yours. It's just trying to encourage people and, and motivate people to get outside, appreciate nature and, um, you don't see a lot of pictures with my ugly mug in it either. So <laughs> I, uh, I try to focus on landscape as well. Um, and you know, there's really awesome spots in Florida that, uh, I'm, I'm learning about. And as I, as this show grows and as I'm getting more and more of a network built here in the local area, you know, I'm getting exposed to parks and springs and, you know, rivers and stuff that I didn't really realize were there. Um, you know, one of the earliest episodes I did, one of my buddies took me to uh, Ocala National Forest and that there is a there is a spring up there that looks like something straight out of Jurassic Park. I mean, it's gorgeous and would not think that was something that was in Florida. But, you know, you just got to get exposed to it. you got to get connected with people and uh, and learn. And so that's why I really I, I'm really drawn to what you got going on, man, because I think that you're doing a really great job of uh exposing people to what Texas has to offer and, and you're doing it in a way that's very informative and like, not from a, like an arrogant standpoint of like, I'm telling you should go here because I'm going there kind of thing. It's just information, take it or leave it. And, uh, you just, you have a very like 
humble approach to how you're uh, approaching these different areas and and it enlightening the people that follow your show and follow your your instagram so keep up the good work man i really i gotta give you some kudos on that i think it's really cool what you're doing and and uh it's unique i I like i like what you got going on yeah i i really appreciate you saying that and you know uh, the 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 podcast is, is really due to listening to your stories and the, the storytelling and 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 kind of learning like you know i like listening to this and i don't even live where he lives and maybe people will enjoy this from from the texas perspective so you really opened my eyes to kind of that style you know i i didn't i don't to be i don't even know like why i decided to listen more besides like I wanted to kind of hear where you're going with the story, because to be honest, like I, I'll probably get some comments for this, but like, I didn't really listen to podcasts before yours. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I'm pretty selective with them now. um, Cause I always thought they were a certain way or a certain theme or a certain genre and the storytelling part of that is really what kind of drew me to what you do. And so, I, you know, I definitely owe a lot of that to your style and and your courage, really, because I, I think people forget, like, kind of putting ourselves out there like that, uh, at least for me, isn't kind of the first thing that I want to do. It is pretty uncomfortable and youtube for me was really uncomfortable when i first started that so you know just being on video um you know you like a lot of people you have doubts and it's like well is anyone gonna find this interesting but i i think the biggest thing especially for anyone out there that's like on the fence about whether they should tell their own story or make their own videos is you know do it because you really enjoy really enjoy it and you really enjoy where you're at don't do it for like other people's um feedback or whatever you know just just do it because you enjoy the story and and i think um you know i can definitely tell when i listen to you like you really like what you're saying you know you really like the information you really feel passionate about where you're at and kind of just bringing people together especially when you have people on or buddies you know especially in some of the videos i've seen like you know i i definitely feel like one of the things that i i I, that kind of makes me cringe because i think people get lost in social media and i've always told people like instagram is like the the top 10 plays of the week you know you're getting the best of a lot of people's stuff and i think what i'm drawn to is the people that just put kind of what they're passionate about and they're not trying to like fancy it up. We're just kind of telling stories. So, um, you know, bravo to you to keep that going and, and, and just doing your thing and not trying to fit into someone else's like opinion or style, you know? And I I think that's what separates some of the other people is just some of the, the, the accounts or stories or videos that I'm drawn to. They're just, kind of doing it because they they love to share the story and i think that's that's important yeah 
No, I really appreciate that. And I mean, that's, that's what the trail connection is all about is just being real and raw and, you know, connecting with folks and, and learning and, and growing. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been kind of walking this thing slow a little bit the last year and a half or so. It's hard to believe I've been going that long, um, already, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, uh, Starting with my circle, you know, people that have influenced me in my life or that I'm still close to that I hang out with or whatever and bringing them on the show. And then as I, you know, meet different coworkers or meet different people at parks or get connected through social media, trying to grow that network a little bit and just make it organic, you know, like I, th- I think there's so much of the copy and paste stuff out there where, you know, people are just um, finding the formula that works to get popular and they do it you know, and, and it is what it is. But to me, that just, that doesn't seem genuine, you know, like anybody can go find a a great landscape and throw a pretty girl in there. And, and then you got a thousand followers off overnight, you know, like that's not me, it's not my style. So, you know, it might take me several years, but I'll get there and and keep growing and keep, keep doing what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I appreciate, you know, what you said, cause it is, it's, uh, it's something that I am passionate about, something that I, um, it may seem a little <laughs> all over the place. You know, I, I have a, a general path that I'm following, but I'm kind of like weaving it pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy right now, but there is a goal, you know, um, and, and ultimately we'll get there. But, uh, along the way, I'm just trying to find stuff that interests me, that excites me and, and also like other people that I, I interact with, um, you know, something that would, would pique their interest or, or want them to join in and kind of see what we got going on. So, um, you know, it's, it's been interesting. I know you mentioned in your latest episode that you took a little bit of a break too. And I took a pretty long break. I basically took the last quarter of 2020 off, um, just cause we had a lot going on personally. But, um, I, I, when I came back, um, Everyone always told me, you know, got to be consistent. You got to keep that info out there. You got to keep people hooked. And I got to tell you, I've grown more in the last two months than I did all last year. And I think it's because I took that time to really hone in on like what I'm doing and get passionate again and like, you know, really focus on the quality. And so to anybody listening that's kind of doing what we're doing, you know, that's, that would be my advice to you is just like, keep going, but, you know, take the breaks as you need to, but also just make sure what you're doing, you're passionate about and it's quality stuff. It's not just throwing junk up because you got to throw junk up, you know, and, and hoping that somebody likes it or hoping that something sticks. And that's probably completely counterintuitive to advice that more advanced and and successful people would give you. But, you know, the people that have connected with me have been here for a long time. Like I, I haven't had too many people that have come in contact with my show and been like, Oh, that's cool. And then moved on. I mean, I'm sure those people have been there, but I've had a pretty core base of support for the year, year and a half that I've been doing this. And, um, you know, so that's a huge thank you to you guys who are listening and continue to listen through <laughs> my, uh, my inconsistencies. But, um, you know, I, I just think that it's important for us to just put out stuff that we're proud of and put out stuff that, that means something to us. And so, um, you know, I know that you do that. I think that, uh, there's a lot of things that you put up that are really meaningful. Your posts are, are 
really meaningful. You put a lot of time, I think, into what you what you write, you know, on your posts and and the things that you say on your show, and so that's admirable, you know. So I'll definitely keep encouraging anybody who who wants to do that kind of thing because I think that the world needs that. The world needs real. <laughs> yeah, and and to be honest, that's why I stopped. Or that's why I've taken the break, this most recent one, kind of as long as I did, because, you know, you do kind of get in your head a little bit, or you can easily get in your head a little bit. And I'm, I was a little obsessed about hitting that kind of anniversary mark. But for no particular reason, I decided it'd be neat to kind of have an episode um, that ended the year on the same date that I started it. And so I was kind of fixated on that, but, you know, filling in those weeks with content that I didn't give myself enough time for, or wasn't quite right. And and I, those kind of last three episodes with the exception of the interviews, because I had done those kind of previously, but some of that stuff, you know, you're kind of just forcing it. And I, it was stuff that I had written, so I knew I liked it because I had, I had previously used it as a post and then used it as a script. So the content I was happy with, but just kind of how I was doing it, I was like, you know what, like this, I'm starting to get to a place where I'm not doing this for the reason why I want to. And I was like, man, I'm. that's it. That's it for this year. That's it for a little bit. I'm going to take a breather and um, wasn't really sure when... I was going to start back up again <laughs> and, and kind of, uh, you know, I was like, well, maybe I should kind of space them out a little bit and not feel like I'm obligated to hit um, this time frame because, you know, ultimately the podcast and the videos are really kind of what I do just as extra for fun. And I like learning new things, learning to edit video was kind of a fun new challenge and learning to, um, not very well, but edit audio, like all these things were just fun kind of projects for me to take on. Cause, um, especially since I, since I gave up drinking, like filling my free time with things that keep me busy is really important for me. Um, and so mm-hmm. all these projects are kind of part of that. And, uh, but yeah, you know, that first one back, it was one of my favorite visits to a state park. And, I definitely felt a lot better and a lot more energetic and a lot happier because I gave myself that time and I wasn't forcing it or forcing myself to hit a this made up deadline that, you know, I'm not not getting paid. I don't have like a, a, a company that's hassling me or an editor that needs me to hit a deadline. This is just stuff that I put on myself. So um, it felt really good to kind of give myself that time um, yeah. in between. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I got two things for you before we wrap up. So, uh, first of all, um, if you, what's your go-to outdoor activity? Uh, are you going to be hiking, camping or fishing? What's, what's the first thing you're going to do if you got an opportunity to do it? Um, so hiking first and foremost, that is the thing that I'm drawn to. And that's why it's Texas trailhead. And I try to kind of stay within that while I really enjoy camping uh, hiking for me is 
for one, for just kind of burning energy. So I get a lot of flack for that too, because I hike, I mean, I'm not, there's no trophies for speed, but I hike really fast. Uh, I try to keep my, my pace up because I want to get miles in. Like I'm trying to challenge myself to, to burn some calories, to burn some energy, just because it really helps kind of clear my head and it kind of just helps with my calmness. So hiking first and foremost, that being said, if I'm at a park that has water, if I can fish at the end of my day, that's kind of like the perfect day off. Um, and, and thankfully Texas has a lot of opportunities to hike and, and, and fish. So that's kind of cool. All right. And then the, uh, the last thing, um, that I wanted to throw out there is what, uh, what is a go-to spot? So my, uh, my wife and I just bought a bus that we're going to convert to a schoolie or we're, we're converting it to an RV. So we'll be, we will be taking a trip out West and, uh, we'll be swinging through Texas. So I got to know what's the, what's the top spot? What's the, what's one of your top favorites that you would recommend? visiting oh boy that is not a question that i really really enjoy answering (laughs) because the different parks i think mean different things to me so for for the the park that'll be the most special to me is enchanted rock i think visually it's it's a huge kind of monolith uh or not monolith but it's a huge kind of granite dome so just like looking at it, you're like, okay, that's a huge rock. And but for me, like it's it's really special because that was the first state park that I went to. And um the, the hike to the top of that, um, to that dome isn't really super, super challenging, but it is kind of a fun way to spend an afternoon. So I think Enchanted Rock is definitely a place that everyone should visit at least once. Kind of how I feel about Franklin Barbecue. I think everyone should go at least one time um, and then kind of make up your own decision how you feel about it after, (laughs) but getting that one out of the way. uh, You know, I think there's something to be said about the East Texas Pines. I think Cata Lake is a really cool place to visit. It's a really small park. It was a lot smaller than I thought um, it was going to be, but it's just really majestic. I'm actually looking at a photo of it because it's my desktop background. As I'm talking to you, I'm also looking at the bald cypress trees that are coming out from the um, water that are at the state park. And it's a very kind of photogenic park for people that are interested in showcasing that. So East Texas, I say Caddo Lake, um, Central Texas-ish, uh, Enchanted Rock, but there's a lot of really pretty central Texas parks. Um, I think up north, Palo Duro, the canyon, the you know second to Grand Canyon in the U.S. is a really neat place. And I always think about how fun that was for people that were exploring that area for the first time because you don't know it's really there. All of a sudden, this canyon just appears out of nowhere. Um, so how fun that would have been to explore um and then you know you have your west texas you have big bend which is on the list um it's a place that i haven't been to yet because i want to do it right and i want to give it the right amount of time um and then guadalupe mountains so you know out west 
Um, I think those are kind of the big, that's, you know, that's kind of a cheat answer, but uh, Texas yeah. is huge. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to narrow it. No, I, I didn't, I didn't give you any uh, forewarning with that. I kind of sprung it on you. So I, I think you did good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I think it hits the the key points of kind of the things you want to see that there's some great state parks on the coast, but I think there's so much more stuff you can do without feeling like you have to force yourself to go to a state park um, on the Texas coast. Yeah. We have a really good, um, there's multiple park systems that kind of operate down there. So um, I think if you were yeah. only able to go for, I'd go to the, those, the big ones, the big key, key park areas. Okay. Well, good deal, man. Well, I appreciate you taking some time this evening to talk with me and coming on the show. And um, to all my listeners, you know, be sure to go check out Danny's page, uh, the Texas Trailhead. And uh, is the website the same, texastrailhead.com? Texastrailhead.com, <laughs> despite it not being operational today. Um, hopefully okay. when this comes out, it's going to be up and running. Okay. Yeah. Um, so check out the information he's got for, for hiking in Texas and, and camping in Texas and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I really think you got a good thing going. So keep up the good work. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate the encouragement you've given me along the way. You have been one of the first followers that I had, uh, early on that, um, <laughs> really it's it's been good i know you've kind of touched base with me a couple of times throughout the 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 time over the last year and a half or so and uh i appreciate personally the feedback and just the encouragement to keep going and um it's really cool to connect with folks that you know you kind of known from a distance digitally and uh you know kind of see you face to face and and chat for a little bit and um you know, we're all on the same team trying to do the same thing. So it's good to to support the community and just try to help people get outdoors and, and focus on reconnecting with the, the with the beautiful scenery around them. So uh appreciate the time, Danny. Uh look forward to talking with you again and we'll we'll try to link up whenever we swing through Texas and do it an in person show. That'll be that'll yeah, be man. <laughs> Absolutely. Much respect to you and everything that you do and i look forward to checking in with you when you're uh, cruising through the lone star state all right man take care thanks for tuning in everybody if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave me a nice review there i greatly appreciate that if you're watching this on youtube also hit that subscribe button and turn on those alerts drop me a comment and let me know what you think of the show looking for us on social media you can find us at at the trail connection on Instagram and Facebook. We share lots of cool photos of nature and some nice deep thoughts about those photos. And uh, be sure to give us a follow, give us a like, check out what we got going on on a daily basis. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. My name is Tim Garland, a.k.a. Mitty, and you're listening to the Trail Connection Podcast. Podcast.